All right, PKN 245. We were talking about Endgame. I had a thought on this. It might be cool to save Endgame talk for the second half hour. And that way, we just make it the last topic. And if people want to leave, they can just leave. Okay, we could do that. Yeah, yeah so I, and I think what, since Game of Thrones had a big episode this week, we're of course going to want to talk about it on PKA. Also, but this week here, of PKA question, is going to uh, be a drinking episode. And I was thinking, if we did Endgame and Game of Thrones on a drinking episode, it's just going to be an incoherent babbling at, <laughs> at some point. And I'm sure that you guys would prefer if we did like silly drinking games and goofy topics and silly videos and... And, and, and it was more funny than us trying to, as drunk us, be like, no, no, no. What you've got to understand is in season two, episode three, the Night King is referred to the old one. All right. All right. Wait, what show are we talking about again? Heart, Arliss. Arliss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think people would like that. So I, 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 think you, I think that'd be a good idea, Woody. Maybe last half hour of this show is we're going to warn you, and then we're going to start talking about Endgame, which Taylor hasn't seen. But, uh, but, 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 I don't, and, I don't fucking care. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't care because he's not into the biggest thing in pop culture in our, in our, in our modern-day society because he's too cool for that. I, I just don't like I it. actually <laughs> take it from a different space, right? So I thought I was thinking about Taylor today, probably in the shower. Aww. And <laughs> I, uh, I was like, I don't think Taylor's claiming to be too cool. He's just saying it's not his cup of tea. Nobody says superheroes are so lame. Really, we should have more shows about throwing dwarves and elves that can walk on snow. That's not yeah, a cool yeah. position. It, it's... Yeah. It's just, this isn't my cup of tea. Am I on target? I just, uh, oh, yeah, you're totally on target. Like, it's just the superhero genre. Like, I, it just doesn't pull me in. And science fiction. For other people. Like, science fiction, some of it does, but not nearly as much as fantasy. Like, yes. Lord of the Rings style. That's why I like Game of Thrones. Uh, but I when I rank like gayness, I really put, like, Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings as gayer than Iron Man and Captain America. Well, don't lump Lord of the Rings with Harry Potter. A hundred uh, years from now, there's going to be a series of children's books from the late 90s, early 2000s that were popular, and there's going to be one of the best-known literature uh All my childhood you know, friends were reading Lord of the Rings. the early 19th, 20th century. Like, my, like, it, like, all the little kids in Morristown, New Jersey read Lord of the Rings at eight, year, eight and ten years old. That was a good book. I'm just saying it's going to be remembered <laughs> long after Harry Potter, because it's, you know, J.R.R. Tolkien wasn't on Twitter like, actually, uh... Frodo and Sam off screen sucked each other off all the time. <laughs> there was something that they enjoyed. That's funny. I wonder but, which I wonder which is literally more popular as far as like books sold though. It's gotta be I guess it's not fair because there were seven Harry Potter books, huh? Yeah, and there's shit like the internet now. They didn't really have that and when Lord of the Rings released. Well, yeah, what what I impact mean, do you I mean, think they that mentioned has? The Lord of the Rings on the internet at some point. Though, oh, I sure. thought, okay, you mean like an all-time kind of purchasing thing. I yeah, thought you were trying like, to do like an in-the-moment popularity. Which is culturally comparison. more more uh, impactful, Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones. And the fact I, that I Lord of the Rings is seven Definitely movies. Lord of the Rings. Look at what, look at sorry, what J George R.R. R. Martin says about uh, his inspiration for so much of the Westeros world and everything. Like... Like, I think he said something like, you know, J.R.R. Tolkien kind of laid the foundation for where all, a lot of other fantasy writers springboarded off of. Like, Have you read Harry Potter? No. Well, then, then I don't know why we're even going to continue down this road then. We're not when talking you're... about which book's better. We're, well, we are talking about that too, but we're <laughs> talking about which one's more popular. We're talking about which also. one was more culturally significant. And more influential. That's that, that's a, and culturally significant is a neat thing. I, 
I will wait for the second half. I was about to talk about Endgame shit. But I'm very excited that I enjoyed it a lot. I hope that doesn't spoil it. What's your guys' stack rank of of like the nerdy shit? If like you break it down into like Coolness fantasy, or goodness? Like, no, like just your personal preference. There's like mm. the sci-fi, tech, you're out in space. There's the fantasy, Lord of the Rings kind of. I'll put Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones in that same kind of world. Uh-huh. All right, now are we comparing genres like you just stated, like science fiction versus fantasy? Versus, I don't even know where superheroes exactly. Things that appeal comics. to nerds. Well, I was gonna just name them like comic books. or sp- or specific franchises. Like, like, oh, I really like the Transformers, and you're like, no, 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 Autobots were better. Like, like you, like, like, what are we comparing? Genres or specific properties? Let's say genres, and the genres are fantasy, sci-fi, and let's just simplify it to superhero slash comic. Man, I like it when they're in fucking outer space. You know, um, I like that's outer your space tippity shit. top. The like that, Alien. For for me, if they're in outer space, like 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 I like that shit a lot, and that encompasses so much good shit from Battlestar Galactica to the Alien franchise, um, to you know Star Trek, obviously, uh, you know I, I I like that shit, and and I'm sure a lot of people f- would think Star Wars, uh, you know, it, obviously it's not my favorite thing, but it's it has its moments and it's a great story and a really cool universe. Um, so so I would say space shit. I'm uh, having is oh. the top for me. Oh. I'm having a hard time separating the actual movies from the genre as I come up with this ranking. Because mm-hmm. if you were to tell me you were coming up with like a really great thing, I would hope it would be Star Cowboys, right? This is the Star Wars, the swashbuckling, maybe Guardians of the Galaxy, like Star Cowboy shit. Not necessarily mm-hmm. real, like realistic star stuff where they're lightweight spaceships that can't take a hit. You know, no, no, no. Star Cowboy things. That's what I want. But the superhero stuff has been executed better than perhaps any movie that's been ever made. And it's like they took maybe my second or third favorite of these. I might even rank superheroes last had Marvel not done what they've done with their 30 some movies, which makes it maybe first. Yeah, it, 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 okay. it, it's Marvel that's done such a good job with these properties because frankly, like. I mean, the Nolan films were good and all, but like, they don't make me love comic book movies. And you know, the Superman movies. Again, I've seen every Superman movie that's been made since. Me too. I, 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 you know, all of everything that's ever been done in that and about Superman. Eh. So, so you guys rank the Nolan uh, franchise of Batman lower than the Marvel stuff? Oh I yeah, guess Dude, that's hard but to I say, also it's think like it's really Marvel good. Movies versus three. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I could pick. It, it the Nolan stuff is better than a few of the Marvel movies, like the bottom tier Marvel movies. I really hated Iron Man three. I thought it was a garbage fucking movie with the fake Mandarin and everything. Um, and the the villain was um, I, I, the actor who's uh, the Australian actor whose name's escaping me, but he grabs stuff and it gets real hot, you know. And mm-hmm. and Pepper Potts is like making telling t- <laughs> that's telling his, t- his power. Yeah, it, Pepper Potts is telling Tony to like stop Kennedy, being Kennedy Iron Bosch. Man. And he's like, yeah, I guess I'll stop being Iron Man. And he's got PTSD. It was lame. The first Thor, I think, is not as good as a lot of the other <coughs> ones. Maybe the even second the second Thor one. is the worst one. Oh, Kyle remembers yeah. movies better than me. So they, I, I never want to argue it. But it, I will say the third Thor was tippity top. Great stuff. Um, in my the head, Guardian the, stuff. the first Thor, like he didn't have his powers for a lot of the first Thor. And that, to me, I didn't like. Um, you guys should take advantage of the fact that I know nothing about the Marvel Universe. Do you remember in Thor 4 when he molested that kid? <laughs> what was like, the dude Thor left, licking feel. his enemies? Is that where the hockey guy got the idea? 
Yeah, because if yeah. you said there was a Thor five, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds that sounds right. Thor, <laughs> I, I liked Thor one because it was this. It, they really focused on his fish out of water thing, where he's like, "I'm from Asgard and I dress like this and talk funny. Well, bow before me. I'm a king among men." And they're all just like, "What's your problem, dude? Like, 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 you just seem like nah, a regular that's guy." Me like it more. That's a cool bit. Yeah, he's going it, around making people bow and kneel. Well, he, he's, he's kind of got that's that. That's so cool. Why and he's stop? trying to fuck Natalie Portman. Um, she's like I a think main he character. Does do they fuck on screen? But he's definitely dating her for long enough. That, look, two guys yeah. about thirty don't date for a while and not fuck. Yeah, yeah. Natalie looks loose to me. She she'd be down. Uh, Thor Thor's a big dude. You know, he saves her life three times in that movie. She she's giving it up big time. Yeah. Um, but the second one was like the. I watched it on plane, so maybe that affects it. But I think it's universally panned and disliked as the worst Thor movie. And it, all that dark elf bullshit. I didn't. I didn't give a fuck. I, I didn't care for it at all. Mm. And no Natalie Portman. So what would be your lowest of those three, Kyle? <clears throat> fantasy or or sci-fi? no? I love Obviously. fantasy. <clears throat> I, I love fantasy. Is superhero, um, your lowest then. Uh, out, out of the three, I would put superheroes. You're having the probably. same issue I am, which is that superheroes yeah. the lowest, but they're so well done. I almost put them first. I won't say you do, but they're so well done. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's just that there's a lot of great fantasy properties, and I'd have a hard time, like right now, rattling them all off. But um, Legend, I want to say, is that movie where Tom Cruise is fighting um, literally what looks like Satan. It's um, oh, I haven't seen. That. <clears throat> Oh man, um, and just, just, just hmm. I, I'm really having a, a the la- um, never-ending story. Um, like, like, like there's just I a like bunch of yeah, yeah. There's a bunch What's of the fantasy Smith zombie movie called I Am Legend. That's where I'm mixed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Legend is like a fairy tale with live-action actors, and um, I'm the, the actor's name's escaping me. It's the guy who played fucking the clown in It, Penny Pennyworth, Pennywise <laughs> in the original. That. Yeah, okay. Um. But but let me let me pull up a picture of what like the bad guy in that movie looked like. It, it's basically Satan, hmm. and Tom Cruise is fighting him. Legend, a very young uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is somehow still very young. I'm not sure I get it. But I mean, he looks like a child. Like, oh, okay. Like, like, he see he paid for that youth when God was like, "You'll look young forever, but you're going to be five six. And he's like, "They can do a lot." Have you seen Lord of the Rings? <laughs> <laughs> they can really change some perspectives on camera. That's a like, like if you look at that image, you can see how just how young Tom Cruise is. Maybe it's a small. Oh wow! Image. I, did, I wouldn't have um, even noticed that was Tom Cruise if you hadn't pointed it out. And then over his shoulder, that's the bad guy, and it's basically Satan. And you can't really tell unless you look closely, but his horns are about this big around at the base, and about three feet long each, like one of those giant cows with the crazy horns. They're absurd. Um, that. You know, I like fantasy a lot. So, so, but, but, but the the superhero stuff is what's what's going on right now. It'd be cool to be a kid right now, to be like a, a, an eight year old, like experiencing all this Marvel shit at, at that age when you're really prone to just just it's really, really into soaking it. that shit up. You know, that like there weren't great movies like this <sighs> when I was eight. I have but to agree. Somebody older than me was talking about the experience they had watching James Bond movies. Right? This is a uh... Who's the English James Bond? Sean Connery? Sean, yeah. Well, he's Scottish. Thank you. A young Gosh Sean enough. Connery. Like, you know, she was talking, like, they just go, well, a group of friends all catching 007 on a night. And then I was like, yeah, that sounds like some pretty legit stuff. And there's some pretty legit stuff going on right now. It's tougher, though. You can't even get into the movies. I saw Endgame. I swear, not a spoiler. 
at 11.40 a.m. Because that's what 11 it took. 11 a.m. Uh, yeah, that's what it took to get a decent ticket. I didn't want to sit in, in my theaters. There's, um, there's good seating. And then in front of that, there's handicapped seating. And then in front of that, there's seating you probably don't want to settle for. And yeah. I waited. Don't you have reserved seating there? The, the ta- I did have to do that, yeah. But I, I mean, yeah. I, I, I reserved it like for Monday, the, right after PKA. So yeah. Yeah, I, I'll talk more about what I did and how I sat there later on. But 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 yeah, I, I I really like the space shit. And then maybe the Marvel shit is like my like superhero stuff is like my lower tier. But and then the fantasy is is really big for me too. I love fantasy, and you could almost say Star Wars is a mixture of fantasy and sci-fi in in a lot of ways. Yeah, because um, they did say it happened a long time ago. That's long, long ago in a universe far far away where people look just like us. They yeah. explain that in Star Wars. Uh, that's Star Trek where they explain that. Right? You are right, and I everyone's white. <laughs> said Star Wars and meant Star Trek. Yeah, that's that Next Generation episode. One of the better episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of really good series and such that were out when I was eight, to your point, Kyle, and I'm not coming up with anything yeah, quite. Yeah, as... I... How yeah, old were you were no, for Lord of the no... Rings, though? You were a good high school, uh, like right? Like 12, yeah. Middle school, uh, that's pretty legit. The, I think the first one came out when? 2001, around then? 2001? I watched Lord of the Rings, uh, and I fell so 99, I would say, or 2000 was the first one. And then they came out like a year... It, like a it year, was every Christmas it would come out. Because okay. I remember when I first went to go see Lord of the Rings, my dad or my dad's friend and that guy's and his son came over. Could have just said, my friend came over. Why did I say it like that? My friend came over, and his dad was like, we're going to go to this Lord of the Rings movie. And I was like... That sounds really gay, dude. Like a bunch of elves and shit prancing around. Like, this looks lame. And then I went and by like two hours into it, I'm like on the edge of my seat, like just loving it. Like, I I still, I remember sitting in that. That's how the Matrix was for me. I was a huge Matrix fan when it came out. Because that that was groundbreaking special effects. And and as the internet knows, Keanu was awesome. And uh, and it, it just just really sold me. I, I'm so there were I, I've read the other casting opportunities, and it was a, a, offered to Will Smith at one point, and Sandra Bullock was even considered as uh, the mm. one. And Will God, Smith would have ruined that. He'd have ruined it. Yeah, Sandra Bullock, I give a maybe, right? Because Sandra Bullock to me is pretty parallel to the. I don't know the name of the chick who was like the second big character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought she did a pretty good job. Make her a dude or something, I guess. If Sandra Bullock's a girl, I, no, no. I think Sandra Bullock was gonna be the one. She was. Oh, she I was follow. I follow. But what I'm saying is, the other one did such a good job. I think Sandra Bullock could have. It wouldn't have been as good as Keanu, but it would have been good. Will Smith. I have really only seen him play Will Smith. I'm. I'm being too harsh. He was good in Muhammad Ali. Or Ali. He was good in. Uh, seven pounds. Seven pounds. Yeah. Love that. I love that. But he plays Will Smith a lot. Where the person he's playing is believed to be kind of similar to how Will Smith is. It, no, that's not like, true. I think like, like Woody just nailed two really good ones. Like like, and there's also one of them. Um, there's the one where he, the first one where he ha- he's he's with his son. It's like um, something yeah. about life. It's where he's really poor and he's trying to sell he's those. Oh, pursuit like, of happiness. Pursuit of happiness. Yeah, that that was real emotional. Good, but overrated, according to me. Um. But so Will Smith has more range than I'm giving him credit for. But I think he would have played Matrix like he played Fresh Prince, and that's that would have destroyed it. Do you have actors where like you will like dislike them forever after they quit a part that you really liked because you compare every future endeavor to that part? You have. One. I think that's, that that might me. be how I am with Will Smith, 
where as a, as a kid, I loved Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Every time it was on, I watched Fresh Prince. I thought it was hilarious. I thought Carlton and Will's antics and, you know, Uncle Phil and the whole gang all fooling around. The butler chiming in with his remarks. I loved that show. It was hilarious. And so every time, like after that, when it was like Will Smith starring in fucking I Am Legend. I'm like, this isn't funny. This is, <laughs> I don't like this. You I know, enjoyed this I Am uh, Legend. That movie. It was okay, but like nothing okay. holds up to to Will Smith as the Fresh Prince. Bad Boys, man. I thought he mm. Bad Boys was the perfect movie for him to transition. I want to say that might have been his big role after Fresh Prince. I could be wrong. I, I know think you're right. Uh, obviously, Independence Day was somewhere in there too. I don't know which came first, really chronologically. Um, but he was great in Bad Boys. It, 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 and Martin Lawrence it, it does a really good job, and it, and he just sort of played that. He was still like. Even the character in Bad in Bad Boys is rich guy, cool kid, you know, mm-hmm. and and sort of sort of like, you know, that that's the character, and that's sort of who he was in Fresh Prince, sort of, especially by the later seasons. You I know? guess that was a pretty good movie, and I haven't yeah. seen a lot of his recent stuff. We'll he don't. No, no, he, he was in a. a I saw I saw Suicide Squad, and it was terrible. He's got a new one coming out. I saw the preview for it, but he wasn't End Game. Um, well, he is, and uh, so he wasn't terrible in Suicide Squad. Ah, I see. Yeah, he was fine in Suicide Squad. Suicide it wasn't Suicide the Squad was just was just bad. It was just a bad movie, it seemed. So he's got a new movie called Gemini Man, where he's like Gemini. the greatest assassin or some shit of all time, and unbeknownst to him, someone cloned him like twenty years ago, and so now his clone is twenty. So they got a 20-year-old Will Smith chasing around a 40-year-old, 45-year-old Will Smith or something like that. And and, and like it's uh they de-age him. And you know, de-aging mm-hmm. is so good now. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucking good. Like, there's a lot of it that goes on in the in, in the Avengers. It it is good, but there's also like what is it called? The uncanny valley? Where like yeah. your your eyes can We're good at looking at human something faces. Something is is wrong. Even if you can't put a finger on what is wrong, your brain will just be like, ah, that's not real, that's not real, that's no. not real. So they so in watching the Gemini Man t- trailer, I I caught what you're talking about. I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. that looks a little weird the way his mouth is moving there. The voice is different too. It's young Will Smith's voice. It, it, they did a good job with it and everything. However, when they recreate um, Princess Leia in Star Wars, you can't fucking tell. You can't what? fucking tell. What? Did, wait, did they recreate? She was her on as one of my examples now? of bad, which is interesting. Really, I yeah. thought she looked incredible. Like, like yeah, I couldn't even tell. You can't. I, no, I would have tell. said in like in Avengers, they do a lot of de aging, and I I don't even know like which scenes they did it. I, I you know, like what they say with amazing CGI. You don't know you're looking at CGI. That's how I felt with a bunch of um, Avengers stuff. I'm like, I don't even know what these guys really look like. With Leia, I, I mean, she. I was like, I guess if you start with from a green field, if you invent it from whole cloth. Then they can't do it well because to me she wasn't good. I thought she was really good. Okay. I, I I couldn't tell. Oh, I guess a bunch of people are multiple people shot on the campus of University of North Carolina at Charlotte. Oh, oh yuck! That's a, that's a downer. Thanks, Chiz. You know we're recording. <laughs> I uh, oh, we when he posted it, I think he was telling me my daughter goes to UNC Chapel Hill, the uh, the more prestigious campus. <laughs> so he one better one. Could, turns out a better choice than she ever <laughs> than she ever knew. Yeah, it doesn't Goodness. say anybody's dead, so that's good news. 
It says well, well, multiple people shot. I guess you're right. It doesn't yeah. say dead. Well, that synagogue shooting, only one guy got killed. I think the, the 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 rabbi got two fingers shot off. That was a weird detail they shared recently. Three I, people were shot. Do you remember when they made a big deal out of all the shark attacks and it wasn't even a particularly big sharky time? It was normal. Take it easy. <laughs> Is this just... Normal school shooting that we in America have grown accustomed to, that the press is giving lots of coverage. I think they give a lot of coverage to every school shooting. <laughs> I'm just fucking killed. about. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't call it a massacre. Yeah. Three shot. I'm not seeing any dead. Oh, hum. More like a playground <laughs> pop. <laughs> yeah. A playground <laughs> pop. A desk pop. You never, yeah. you never followed through with that, Kyle. That's uh, the perfect time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, There's a reason to follow through with that. that perfect. That would have looked real bad. <laughs> <laughs> I did that with White Boy one time. Like we were on my back porch and you know hanging out as as we would into the early morning uh, hours and and absolutely pulled a porch pop with uh, with White Boy out there. Intentional porch pop. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just you know, scared the bejesus out of him. <laughs> <laughs> did he know it was coming? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I liked messing with White Boy because he was he was kind of a fish out of water, like down in Georgia, and and you know I I was in the I was in the middle of like becoming as much of a a, a weapons expert as I could, so I, I would spend hours throwing knives and watching knife throwing tutorials, and he's sitting there on the couch, and there's this met wooden beam, I'm gonna say two and a half feet from his head, and I just turn around and down wow 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 from like four steps away, and he just goes. Hey! <laughs> it's just, the knife is just stuck next to him. Kyle, I had a question for you, and I hope I'm not playing stump the Kyle. I don't, don't want to. No, that's okay. Ten millimeter versus nine millimeter. Yeah. It, it's not as obvious as a non-gun person might think. How does that rank in like the power speed ratio? The ten's much more powerful. It, so, so you don't see a lot of ten millimeter. Um, I think it's an expensive cartridge. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't even think I've ever fired it. I think I've fired like a ten millimeter submachine gun before, but never a handgun. Um, from what I understand, it's a much more powerful round. More than um, a forty-five. A forty-five is like heavy and slow. Nine is, if people don't know, is yeah. light and fast. I, I think the ten milliliter is sort of medium and fast, which, which is okay. probably you'd have to look at like the foot pounds of energy created on mm -hmm. some ballistics chart to really determine which is more powerful. And then there'd be penetration to consider as well. But I hear people in Alaska talking about using ten millimeter semis as sort of bear protection, and that that speaks volumes to out me. of a pistol. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to me, that says two things. I disagree with you because I don't know a lot about bears, but I want as much firepower as possible as a fucking bear. I want like a shotgun, a, a shotgun with slugs mm -hmm. and, and and one of those and a real ex an extendo tube on that bitch. So I never run out of slugs. Lots until of slugs. He, yeah, I, he should be mauling me, by, and I should still have four more in the gun <laughs> if it's if it comes to that. What I if should, he I, shoots I, you? <laughs> oh no! Now the bear has the gun. <laughs> There's still four slugs in there. I should have listened to Woody. <laughs> yeah, it looks so, like you're pretty spot on. Just for like, you're not even knowing that much about 10 mil, Kyle. I'm on this site. It's a little longer than the 45 ACP and a little less powder in there. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, force is velocity and, and mass. Um, but a little but faster than the ACP, though, it looks like. Yeah, most bullets are. The ACP, and, and again, like you can buy special bullets for the 45 ACP that are supersonic, but everything you're like, going to buy at Walmart from like Winchester or Lapua or um, Remington, it's all subsonic. That's why it's so good out of a suppressed, uh, out of a suppressor, because it's already going slower than sound and it's nice and quiet. 
Is that the only benefit of subsonic is quieter if you have that suppressor on there versus supersonic? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. wasn't sure if there was something else. I yeah. The, 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 the crack of the bullet breaking the sound barrier is, uh, is very loud. So like, you know, I, if, if you shot a regular five, five, six gun through a suppressor, a lot, the, the average person, especially on camera, can't even tell the difference really. Hmm. But you shoot subsonic, like 300 blackout, or if you've got subsonic 5.56, which doesn't work all that well for a number of reasons. The guns aren't made for subsonic. They don't want to cycle correctly, and there's all kind of stuff going on. But subsonic shit is incredibly quiet. And the, if you've got a very good suppressor, uh, it can almost be silent, like, especially 45 ACP, 300 blackout, 22 caliber, stuff like that. Do you think you've had any hearing loss from all your shooting experience? I think that it's uh, one of those things that maybe I'll know in, in 10 or 15 years. Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, a couple of instances in particular, that, uh, that mortar went off next to my head one time, um, my <laughs> left ear, and, mm -hmm. uh, and that, really, yeah, that, really, that really hurt. And, uh, and when I shot the minigun, I wasn't wearing ear, ear protection. Um, and I shot 4,500 rounds of 308 um, in the course of 60 seconds with no hearing protection. And, uh, and so that hurt, it, it felt like the inside of my ear was vibrating painfully, but I couldn't stop because I paid for all that ammunition and it was not, it was $5,000. I just wrote the check, you know, so we're not stopping in the middle of this for a little period. <laughs> the ear pain just, wasn't approaching a $5,000 check. It wasn't, it wasn't. <laughs> I, so I'm going to, I'm going to see an audiologist. I don't have a time yet or anything, but I picked one and uh, he, he, let me read some symptoms of hearing loss. What? <laughs> muffling of speech and other sounds that one i'm not even sure what they mean there difficulty understanding words especially against background noise or in a crowd i have that in a really big way trouble hearing consonants maybe frequently asking others to speak more slowly clearly and loudly that happens to me a ton uh, need to turn up radio or television? I don't think so. Withdrawal from conversations? Yes. Avoidance of some social situations? Yes. And a lot of it is hearing-based. I can't tell you how... And it's also fairly new. I know you're looking at me like I'm autistic, but it's also fairly new. Um, well, I, I think you do have a bit of an auditory processing thing. I don't think it's your hearing, though. What, what would have well, caused I, the hearing thing? Like you said, it was pretty recent. Like I, from shooting guns when you were younger? Or? I think... My father had the same progression during his age. As a matter of fact, I was thinking back to it. When I was Hope's age, we used to call him Tad all the time just to fuck with him because he couldn't tell the difference. And well, that's me. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's funny. I'm behind that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and Jackie would too. We'd just call him Tad. And, and um, especially at the start of the conversation, like when it happens, you could probably, I don't know if you could pull that off with me, but like Jackie will say something to me and it's like, look. That first part where I don't see your lips, they shouldn't be important words. You know, like it, it's not until the middle that I got the vibe and I'm catching all of what you're throwing. Um, so yeah, calling him Tad, like as the attention getting opener to something you would say to him, you totally get away with it, you know? And but you're it, not turning your TV any higher than usual or anything. I don't think so. I, I, I tell you, I watch my laptop more often than anything else. So I don't have like a number, you know, like, like if it was like, I always listen to it on 43 and now it's 47, then that would be sort yeah. of measurable. But with laptop and, and YouTube sliders, you know, and different shows have different levels. Like, like, like I watched, I watched Sopranos and 
I'm at 36 and then I'll switch to Game of Thrones. It's like, all right, let's bump it up to 48. You know, it's it's different shows have different shit going on. I don't even um, know how you guys do the both ears on thing. I hate this. I think it's something about how you've got your mix going and uh, you can't hear yourself in your in your ears. I don't hear myself in my ears and I don't need it. Oh, and, and I, I hear like myself in my myself ears and I, in my I, ears. I, I do need it. It's simultaneous. Like I don't it's, it's no different than having no earphones. Yeah, um, I definitely don't have it. Um, but the result is I can I do get re- reverb because you keep yours off your ear, though. Oh, uh, hmm. I wonder if your setup's different or if my ears are worse. It's one of those. Maybe I'll just move this. Over I, I do know one time I forget. I think it was. I don't know if it was Taylor or the guest, but they hung their headset on the mic and left. So we just played ourselves into the mic the whole time they were away from their chair. Probably me. I do that. It might have been you. Oh yeah, yeah. We've all done <laughs> oh, that a time or two, I'm sure. I, I don't know. If I, I do it without probably. fail. That's where I put them. Um, um, but I had a thing. Oh, oh, and I want to say it's not paramotor related. And I think no. it's not because I wear that was too recent. I'm very good on hearing protection, and I wear hearing protection under my hearing protection when I fly. So I don't think it's that. I don't want to think. It's I that. Uh, I got my ears checked about four years ago mm-hmm. um, at a Sam's Club. They do everything. <laughs> they had this. They had this little booth there where they they had like a whatever you fucking call that ear audiologist guy or whatever yeah, the hell. But he's that... he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were selling hearing aids, so if you know, and we, I got in this soundproof booth. So they would be a, motivated to say bad. Yeah, he put this. He put a headset on me, and he played ketones. And I don't remember what I did to indicate that I could hear them or or whatever, but it was excellent. He was like, "You have excellent hearing, hmm. better than average." And I was like, "That can't be. <laughs> that can't be." <laughs> yeah. But, um, My... So so I think it happens over time because it's it's the little fo- I don't know what they're called but there's little follicles like I've little heard hairs. Them called hairs. Yeah. Yeah. Inside your your ear that are and and I think that the, the extreme loud noises are making those things. I won't say brittle but like it's fucking them up so they don't work as good anymore. And uh, I think that occurs over time. So ten years I might go deaf. We'll see. I mean, I, the cochlea. I like to think it's age related because my father had followed a similar path and. Uh, I don't know. If nothing else, I want to know, one, do I really have hearing issues? Because it is common for people with hearing issues to blame the speaker. And mm-hmm. I blame the speaker. That does not mean the speaker is innocent. Right? It's like, baby, you were in another room and you were facing in the other direction. I don't know if other people would have heard you under those circumstances, but let's admit it's a toughie. You know, yeah. Why don't you be looking at me when you talk to me in the same room, perhaps like these would really help. Yeah, what I do when people do that shit like that, I give them the same level that they're giving me. I say, "Hey, I can't really under- I can't really hear you when you talk like that." They're like, "What?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm operating a blender. <laughs> like I'm literally in the kitchen on a, using a blender to like make margaritas, and somebody's somebody's like talking to me as if I'm not in yeah. the other room, and I'm just like, "Motherfucker, do you do you do you see this this eight horsepower?" Le- why are blenders so goddamn loud? Why? I'm sure <laughs> they've they, solved they that. I'm blend. still using like a regular $50 blender, but I think if you get like the $150 or $200 blender, they just go, mm. I, think, I think they're quiet now. And it's just because it's it's, I haven't gotten a good one. I'm often frustrated because in my world, a lot of people don't speak well or understand what I'm going through. Right? <coughs> like, here's a super common thing I land my wing and someone wants to talk to me, right? Now, wh- when I pack it away, I don't, it's really crispy and noisy and crackly as you like fold it. And I'm literally like hugging it to make it smaller and get the air out next to my head. It is, it's like 
a lawnmower or something. Like it's really loud there. And I, other people don't like you, you do this. You know what it sounds like right here, right next to this wing. Have some understanding that I can't hear you right now. But yeah, maybe it's my ears. I don't know. We'll see. Do you use electronic muffs ever? Uh, I, I have a big, the biggest passive muffs I can buy. And then under those, I have Bose active noise canceling muffs. Gotcha. Yeah. I loved the, um, the electronic muffs. I remember at one point they were like $150. And then like out of nowhere, they were like $20. Like, like it's one of those things that just, oh yeah, they're electronic earmuffs, but they're $150 a set. And it was like, Hey, uh, that guy left his, should we tell him? No, no, don't, don't <laughs> mention it. Those guys are. Those guys own their own gun company. They don't care. And just, <laughs> just fucking hang on to it. Like, yeah, they left them here. They're ours. Yeah. And, and, but, but, and then like a couple years later, it's like, oh, yeah, you can get those at Walmart. They're $25. Those are great. You flip a fucking switch, and if you keep pushing the dial, you get super hearing. You like can now eavesdrop. You can... <clears throat> I, I was yeah. at... Um... Oh, those are the ones you can get for like hunting. Because I've worn those before when like Probably. deer hunting, where like you can hear like little cracks in the woods from... from that's a different product um, that, that, that's made to increase your hearing for mm-hmm. hunting. So that you can you can hear stuff like that, but these are, are are electronic earmuffs that have the added benefit that if you keep rolling them over and giving them more and more power, like it's like yeah, I can I can hear those guys talking over there who are just having a personal conversation. So and the idea cool. is that Kyle and I can talk to each other, right? So voices are elevated to a certain noise, but gunshots, the passive protection is always there and it doesn't pass that through. But like you said, if I crank Kyle up enough. I could hear guys over there. And I was saying something to Kyle. I don't recall what it was, but he gave me the old, Woody, do keep in mind, everyone here has these eavesdropping devices on. And I was like, oh, this is the voice of experience at shooting ranges. I should keep in mind that everyone here has super hearing. Yeah, yeah. That and like, like I've been through, I never did that thing where I would say things I shouldn't say when I was mic'd because I was always mic'd so much. Mm-hmm. But like, like I see that happening to like professionals and I'm like, Dude, you've went through your life with a fucking mic pack. Mm-hmm. There's a mic pack attached to your ass right now. You forgot? Like, like, like I would always be like, somebody would be, try to have a personal conversation. I'd be like, I'm mic'd. I, I'm mic'd right now. See that guy over there? He's listening to us right now. And he go, hey! <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you're completely... I, I, uh, I had a, a stomach issue. I prefer not to get specific. It's how I've always been. When I did the dance thing, and uh, I'm like, we've got it, this mic... I'm not sharing this. And they're like, no, no, we'll turn it off. I'm like, I want it off on my side. You know, like, like let's do this together. And I couldn't get to it. It might have been in the small of my back. Or yeah. something. I, that was a smart thing to make a to-do about. <laughs> there, because, yeah, no, definitely. Because the, think? Number That's one, on the outtake not, channel not even now. Number 30 <laughs> fucking priority was making sure that your mic was off for your bathroom time. Like, they would have totally forgot or something would have. That was Taylor, what's, this, what's that murderer? Who got caught like that way, where they like present him with the evidence and then he goes to the bathroom. They they mocked it in that sunny oh, episode. Oh, it was that guy, uh, he oh. he killed some woman in like the eighties or something. And then he did, a, did and, another and one later on. And in the nineties, and he came from this super wealthy uh family, some some like New York old money kind of thing. And it was yeah. when they were doing like a final interview with him. And like they're up in an office building and he's got a, a hot mic on and they're like, so, you know, and how do you answer this? And like, he's, he's not coming up. It, it was just like questions. They dropped a bombshell on him. Yeah. They, they dropped they, a bombshell they, on they him. Showed, they had, they had handwriting evidence. Like this is the letter that the murderer wrote. 
and here's your lease agreement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and it's basically like, he goes to the bathroom and he's like standing there at the urinal or whatever. And you can just hear on the hot mic, keep it, keep it together. They, they got you. <laughs> they got you. And he's like they saying, got they got you. Comes out of the bathroom. And it's like, well, you're under arrest. Like you, <laughs> you, just, you just confessed while peeing, you dumb fuck. <laughs> But, uh, oh, and that was admissible. Of, there, there's no like Miranda. I well, they also had the bombshell evidence of the handwriting thing. He ended up going away. It, mm. It's and it's really cool because I want to say this thing is like six parts. Uh, six parts, like maybe 45 minutes each, and you're watching it. And like, unlike making a murder, it's it's it. There's not a lot of and maybe this could have happened. It's like and then this happened, and you're like, well, shit. He got away with it. And it, like five hours in, you're, they get to the end and they're like, this is where we realized we, as the documentary film crew, I think we've solved this murder. You know, we were just doing a story here, but we just solved this, didn't we? And they're like, I think we did. So we invited him to come see us. And he showed up. <laughs> and, like, and, and, and now you're on the edge of your seat. Like, are they actually, is, is he going to kill them? <laughs> like, 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 should I, do I need to start Googling real quick to figure out, like, if everybody's okay? Did they What's get it called again? But I'll find it real quick. Okay. You've got me, you've got me interested. It's called, oh, shit. No, it's not making a murderer. God damn it. Robert Durst. It's the, yeah. um, yeah, his name is Robert Durst. Let me now, let me Google what the Robert Durst. Oh, I think it's, oh, it's the Jinx. It's called the Jinx. Well, that's a lousy name. No wonder we didn't remember it. Yeah. yeah, Robert Durst, the Jinx, the life and the life and deaths of Robert Durst. Wow, I like yeah, multiple it's better. deaths. Oh yeah, I yeah. like what you did there. Speaking uh, of murderers, mm -hmm. uh, it, this clip here you'll want to go full screen with the the streamable I linked. Don't play it quite yet. This is oh we can't. This happened. Dude. This happened last night. NFL footage, NHL footage, like immediately gets you in YouTube trouble a hundred percent of the time. Oh, even on uh, yep. Unlisted? Yeah, it happened to us when we watched the Ovechkin whatever fight. Remember we watched Those Ovechkin fight that idiots are Kara? actively trying to keep NBC. the sport from growing. But, well, you can watch this on your own. It is the three most ridiculous embellishments I've ever seen in my life. In the <laughs> You're coming like, at it. Uh, uh, so I'll lay it out there. Okay, so they can Google and, it. What and, are all, the, and to be fair, what all the, of our hockey is on my side too. What are the players' names? Bortuzzo and Lindell. You oh. look at number 41, Bortuzzo, the blues player, and Lindell uh, takes three dives in a <laughs> row. Uh, uh, so I don't have a dog in this fight. <laughs> uh, and I also went on our hockey and watched it. And I would say the majority were on my side, which is, this is fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're so, so funny. Because it's, Andrew, a, it's so obviously. Oh, he gets ready to take the fall <laughs> It's, yeah. He's like, oh, do it again, I dare you. <laughs> There's three, and the third one in particular. He smiles at him. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And, and, I, I thought this and, was... and Portuzo keeps putting his hand up like, are you seeing this? <laughs> are you seeing him fall down? What were the penalties? Did they both get one diving and cross-checking? Like, what, what happened? Yeah, so, so uh, at the end of it, they were like, you know, Portuzo off a cross-check. Lindell, embellishment. And they threw him off too. And so, like, did like that, Lindell, like, even all the Stars fans in that thread were like, oh, that's humiliating. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, and, and of course, he's like a European player. Uh -huh. And so, like, that's way more common. You're not going to see a good old Ontario boy taking falls like that. I'll tell you what, not going to happen. Oh, my. And, uh, I, to me, he was, who's the, um, 
Sean Avery. All right, people don't know oh, that, Sean Avery oh was an agitator. He used to wave his stick in front of the goalie's face. They had to make a rule for that, and uh, it, like it, it, he was an agitator, and I hated him. But I'll admit he was hilarious, and that's how I see this guy too. Those cross—he was getting cross-checked. Yeah, it, it, oh no, yeah, but he was also embellishing in a way that like anyone who's watched hockey for more than fifteen minutes is like, that's not how you fall in this game. Yes, you, don't, oh. you don't jump and your legs <laughs> kick back like in a Benny Hill sketch. Also, like like I don't know, like imagine I poked you with two fingers and you like dive and your head snaps back and your face slams to the ground and it's just it's so crazy over the top. But um <laughs> tell now tell me this because I couldn't find this detail. How many did it like cross checks did it take to get the penalty? How many embellishments could he have not embellished a third time like i don't know no i i think it was after the second embellishment the ref was like okay there there's penalties about to go around because like okay th like the kind of cross checks bortuzzo was doing like if you start calling those in the playoffs you're not going to have any five on five gameplay like that happens all over the ice that kind of shit and so i think the first embellishment I and agree. the first cross check was the ref's like eh if he stands up and doesn't embellish and he stops cross-checking him, then we're done. And then the second cross-check, I think the ref's like, all right, that's a cross-check. Oh, well, that guy's like, you know, diving like he's in the Olympics right now. Okay. <laughs> and then he stands, he blows the whistle. Lindell stands back up. And then Bortuzzo takes both hands on his stick and hits him like here. And so he does like the natural thing when you get hit here is your head goes like this. No, it goes like that, apparently. <laughs> you throw it backwards yeah. in that direction. So he looked like a fucking ass. And then at the end of the game, he dove again. The game was tied 3-3. Three to three, mm -hmm. And there was a minute left. And Maroon, one of our big guys, was in front of the net. And he gave like just a normal like hand shove like to this same defenseman, Lindell. And Lindell fell in a way, just flat on his belt. Just like same way he did, just oh, fell on his belly. The puck trickles around him because he's on his belly. Maroon picks it up and scores as he's still laying on his belly there. And it was like poetic justice. That mm. guy tried to dive again. And so Lindell out there, you're not getting another call in your favor this whole series. You're about to get your shit rocked by the Blues for as many games as this series takes, win or lose. Two so points. One, I love that we're assuming Lindell is a patron. And two, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, a lot of people on our hockey pay for this kind of thing. I'm, I'm, I'm subscribing. <laughs> a lot of people felt like it was a good trade. Like the, probably the cross check got called and the embellishment got called because the embellishment happened, and mm -hmm. the player cross checking him was better than him. So with, for both of them getting tossed, that's a win. You agree? Oh, I, I came at it the other way. Like okay. Bortuzzo, the Blues defense, those are both defensemen. Bortuzzo, the Blues defenseman, is a heavy hitter, heavy player, <laughs> grinder kind of defenseman, but he's not going to, you know, he's going to struggle shutting down Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, the really good uh, forwards for Dallas. Whereas Lindell, even if he is, or Liddell, whatever the fuck it is, even if he sucks at not diving and is not physical at all, he's a good shutdown defenseman. Like mm. he's good at getting his stick, causing problems as you're trying to get it into the offensive zone. And so I saw it as like, a, oh, awesome. This guy's been shutting down Tarasenko and O'Reilly all night. Let's get our good guys out there and take advantage of his absence. So, okay. Okay. I was just repeating what I read on our hockey. So I don't know how. Yeah, what, it's yeah. like, you know, when you go on like certain forums online and you'll like read about a topic you know nothing about and you'll be like, okay, okay, I see where they're coming. That makes sense. Turns and then, out like, Hugo's go the best name in cars. Noted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I'll go to like our hockey, something I do know a, a bit about the sport, just not at building brackets. And I'll be like, 
what in the f- these people are retarded. Like these people are all wrong. And it kind of makes you think like, Oh wait, are all those other forums I'm going to, are those people just as retarded as the people here? <laughs> I, I, I was doing sports. Probably. Uh, Philadelphia has taken home a home court advantage from, uh, from who are they playing Toronto? And I'm excited about that. And uh, Carolina has also taken home ice advantage. They've won both yeah. games though. So I'm Carolina's taken that series for sure. Like barring a huge collapse, <sighs> the only bad thing is that Mer- they're uh, the worst oh, hockey prognosticator <laughs> on the planet has just told me Carolina's about to win. Uh, well, I mean, I, actually, I should walk that back. Mrazic, <laughs> their goalie just got hurt. Carolina's did. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, oh. uh, Mrazic, their starting goalie got hurt. He's been playing very well, so they're putting Mac- McElhaney in, mm-hmm. and he's like a 35 year old guy who just got his first playoff win two games ago. But I think that might actually be good. Because it's like a dude who's a career backup and he's finally getting his shot in the big show. Like, if he plays really hot, he knows in his head, like, if I have two or three really good games and everybody's looking, it's better, they're not going to put him in. They're going to ride me as a hot goalie. And so, you know, he, he's probably playing for one final contract to make a few more mil. So You're right. And then some, it's a weird thing. And I, don't, I think it's mostly a hockey thing. When your goalie sucks, man, does the team step up. Oh yeah, like, it, like oh, yeah. Sometimes, like they, they just all start playing goalie, and it, it helps a ton. They, that that helps, but then other times, like if they don't have any confidence in their goalie, they'll play too reserved. You know, I, I'm sure, sure you know when you're playing out there, you'll be like, oh, we got slick Steve in net. I'm just, I don't even care if I give up this puck. I'm going whole hog. Yes. he's gonna save We've it. We've got five yeah. offensemen effectively. Yeah, <laughs> no D. Versus, you're like, well, uh. You know, Allen is subbing in tonight. He's never played before. Uh, yeah, right. So uh, let's keep five guys back. You know, we're <laughs> really grateful that Slick Steve was able to lend him equipment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when you have that guy, I, you can be surprised. Teams will step up and really help the goalie. Like, we're all in this together. And uh, look, Allen, we're just as scared as you are. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're going to try and help, though. It's fun. Uh, Anyway, that we'll, we'll get off off hockey now. I know yeah. you guys want to want to talk about uh, Marvel's Endgame. End yeah. So, right. uh, Kyle, are we we're gonna spoil the heck out of it. Yeah. All right. So, if you're listening and you don't want Endgame spoiled the heck out of it, that's all the last 14 minutes is probably gonna be. Yes. So you've been warned. So I I didn't like the movie um, for most of the movie. Um, not very much anyway. I don't like time travel. Um, I, I didn't like. Um, I didn't like a lot of it. I liked it when Thor ch- chopped off Thanos' head there right in the beginning. I was like, well, hell yeah, all right. Yeah. But then it, it's like, I thought the, this was three hours long, but we beat Thanos in the opening six minutes. Yeah, got yeah. him. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah they're, they're like, what are we going to do? Captain Marvel's like, I was just going to go whoop his ass. And they're like, all right, well, let's go. And, and like, I'm like, this won't be as easy as she thinks. And they get there and she's like, yeah, nobody's down there but him. Let's go whip his ass. And sure enough, she just goes and like gets him in a headlock and, and they whip his ass and cut his head right the fuck off. Blood all over his daughter's face. It's like, all right, GG, motherfucker. And then it was like, oh, but they're going to have to go back now. That's the only way because the stones are broken. So this is going to be another, that same time travel movie I've Dude, seen before. Kyle skipped and there was, over the opening. And I, I feel like we should cover it. it the opening scene oh. is Hawkeye playing with his wife and kids. I think he's teaching yeah. his daughter archery. And his wife's out there like preparing lunch on a picnic yeah. table. Hot dogs, okay. And uh, like Hawkeye is in his happy place. It's happened. 
and you know half the planet's wiped out but he's unlucky in that two or three i forget how big his family was his entire family yeah but that's goes, two or three people right um like three kids and his wife yeah. oh okay it's more than i remembered but yeah all his kids and his wife are gone and this was his heaven and it was a perfect family and they kind of really lay that out there and it's just it it's the opening scene, and I was grabbed. I was Same. like, oh, yeah, something horrible has happened. Like, it, it just, it really laid down, like, right, right. Like, because uh, Infinity Wars ends, and you're like, shit, it went wrong. And, you know, that was a year ago, so I had kind of lost that vibe. And, man, did they plant it on you in the opening scene. Yeah, that was a good scene. I liked that a lot. And I even liked, I would have liked to have watched a whole movie mm -hmm. about Hawkeye killing the cartel and the Yakuza, because that's what he went off and did. Mm -hmm. He went off on a murderous rampage with a sword now. Apparently, he learned He's that along the way. He's downgraded from <laughs> the sword. That he went the funny. only direction with a weapon that he well, could. Well, it comes in handy when you're fighting the Yakuza, because well, they're he, partial he did to... Go... Like technologically well. oh, yeah, backwards, got... though, right? I don't want to see him come out with a spear shortly later. Yeah, he's going to have like an atlatl. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to keep going back until he's got a rock from rust. Yeah, yeah just like tactical gonna... slingshots. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'd have been down for that movie. That would mm -hmm, make mm -hmm. another movie I would have been down for. There were a lot of movies that could have been made here. Not not to replace this one, but they did. they do the five years later move to you like right at the beginning mm -hmm. there were a lot of movies that could have been made in those fake five years that would have been great like humanity putting itself back together sort of um scarlett johansson's black widow character taking over as like the boss mm -hmm. um it, it, there was a lot of shit that went on that you know there, there's like ah, that shit all happened you know i don't know who died at um, the end? a lot of people died yeah i'm gonna um, list them off uh captain america aged now, there's a time travel element, and he didn't come back when he was supposed to. So he's effectively, I don't know, 68 years old. He's out of, the, he's out of he's action done. forever now. Yeah, He's done. Uh, Iron Man literally dies. So he's okay. done, done. Um, shit, who am I missing, Kyle? Someone else died, died. Doesn't Black yeah. Widow die? Black Widow, Black dies, Widow yeah. dies, dies. She's done. And then one. Hawkeye retires. Now, this isn't his first retirement, but I suspect he's done, done, too. Pulling a yeah. Jordan, yeah. Yeah, he's going yeah. to play baseball. Um, <laughs> but but well, that's look, not as I, many deaths as I would have thought. It, well, and then there were a lot of like average characters who, who, who bit the bullet, but I, I was not liking... I felt like they missed a lot of opportunities with their time travel. Like, like they could have revisited more of like their greatest moments in the Marvel universe. And I would have liked it if the time travelers, you know, they were like, all right, let's be careful not to affect anything. I like it better in time travel movies where it's like, we're trying hard not to affect anything, but it turned out that if we don't affect things, everything goes awry. And the, and the, and all the movies that, that you and I have watched in the past, those other like fucking 28 movies of Marvel shit, only the, the good guys were only winning so much and had seemed to have so much plot armor always because their time traveling alter selves were coming back and yeah. like saving the day over and over and pulling the switch I wanted behind that, the scenes. When you first laid that out, I thought I was hoping for the opposite, but no, that's what I wanted too. I wanted that, like, oh yeah, we watched this the first time, but it turns out there were all these diving catches done by our yeah. time traveling friends. You know, yeah. it was like, like, oh, the Hulk thought he took that guy out, but it turns out Ant Man was on the inside scrambling his 
belly, and that's yeah. why like, the big like, character like died. when the Hulk punched that big yeah thing that does this in the first that's Avengers a... movie. If like they'd been on the inside, like like just ripping it apart the whole yeah, time, yeah. Just... And the Hulk is like, "Yep, yeah, one hit, one hit," <laughs> and, the, and then the altar Hulk is on the inside, just like. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I've been uh, beating it up for. I've been beating its colon for the last fifteen minutes with my bare hands. Uh, and, I liked some of that. I felt like that was a missed opportunity. Um, I did like some of the tender moments you got. I liked seeing Thor get a a, a last moment with his with his mother. Mm-hmm. I'd like to have seen Natalie Portman have a line. I I did like that that the raccoon is just like ah like running up behind Natalie Portman to stab her and then you never see her again maybe he killed her we don't know <laughs> he's kind of immoral like that he might have yeah. next time you see the raccoon he's just got the the red ooze from inside of her and he's running from like 15 palace guards you know so we don't know what happened to Natalie Portman he may have killed her um did and the raccoon live though yeah and That's then cool. obviously you get um, the raccoon's a main character. I know it's weird. Yeah, yeah. and then Tony Stark gets to <laughs> gets to meet his father, and they have that great moment about fatherhood mm-hmm. and children and stuff. That was real cool too. Obviously, Captain America seeing uh, Betty or whatever her name is is his long yeah. lost love. Captain America like, like, making fun of himself. There's one point where Captain America fights himself, but Loki has the ability to. Uh, look like other people so he assumes he's fighting loki and captain america is like i could do this all day and our captain america is like i know i know like like you know i i used to be as dorky as you saying shit like that it was pretty cool i there there was a part where uh that i liked a lot um spider they're, they're like looking at the past version of captain america and uh i think i think it's like ant-man and tony stark are and ant-man's super tiny on tony stark's shoulder and uh and tony's like ah oh, i never noticed that those pants really do something for your ass, Captain America. And and he's and they're laughing at him. And Ant Man say, "Hey, hey, hey, that's America's ass. Don't laugh at that. I I think it looks great, Cap." <laughs> <laughs> and later on, like when he defeats his like prior self, like he's laying there in a position that like kind of shows off his ass, and and he goes. That is America's ass. <laughs> he's got a big old ass. I really wish they'd take. And then that does moment. Captain Marvel like walk away all upset? She wasn't there. But I wish there'd been oh. a moment where it's not I wish, that great. <laughs> I wish there had been a moment where her flat ass had been there in that same character, and they'd go like, "Not so much." <laughs> oh, by not the way, that's you know Korea's the thing ass. about um, Cap- Captain Marvel not being liked by the other characters. Taylor yes. said it, and I was like, "Oh, I like." I looked into it. It's not really about the actress, which is how what I how I interpreted it. Um, it's about the fact that she's now. We'll see how it evolves, but they were setting her up to be the center of the mar of the Marvel world. You know, like it used to be Iron Man, it was going to be her, and Scarlet Witch is like, man, I'm like the most powerful person now. Suddenly, I'm second most powerful. This kind of sucks. You know, why is she getting all this shine? And I think they feel like they paid their dues. They made their thirty movies. And she's a slide in. Yeah, and she's Maybe sliding so. in in, um, in the lead. I, I like her haircut. I her, I, I, her frustration. Then I, I liked her haircut. She was used <clears throat> sparingly in this movie, and I liked that because I, I don't I don't like to look at her too much. Um, um, but 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 when she did make her did her do her moments, they they were good and impactful and fun. Um, but but honestly, like it got down to the very end of the movie, and Thanos shows up again. And it's at that point that the movie becomes not just good, but really fucking good to me. Uh, prior to Thanos coming back to Earth and blowing up the Avengers headquarters, I was pretty iffy on the whole thing. I thought it was like a six out of ten or something like that. But that last 
I won't even call it a battle. It was a war where Thanos lands like 10,000 troops. And then out of nowhere, Dr. Strange like opens up portals from all of the Marvel movies. There's that, a little, that we've ever so seen. we have maybe, I don't even remember. Well, four or five Avengers and they're fighting Thanos and they're brave. You know, they're doing everything they can, but they're not beating Thanos and Captain America's shield, which is this unbreakable super thing solves all problems. It's just getting chipped away, you know, until he's there with half a shield and Thanos and comes, a broken arm. And a, is that right? Okay. Yeah. He showed his arm and it was like compound fractured. Wait, like oh, is here. that what it was? I saw the Titan. And, and he, he, he just goes, on. he just tightens it. it. I didn't, I didn't recognize yeah, it as a compound fractured. <laughs> just grit so your teeth just, and bear it. And at <laughs> this point, like everyone else is kind of down and out. It's literally Captain America against like, I don't know, 12,000 super bad guys. And you're, and he's like, all right, I'm going to give it my best. And you're like, all right, I really respect your effort. <laughs> but, but and that, that, when all is lost, except his spirit, is when Doctor Strange comes in and they bring back the rest of the team. And I'm like choking up on it. It was so amazing. And it's not just the rest of the team. It's like all of the Asgardians that are left. It's, it's, it's like... Pepper Potts comes in, in an with Iron a, with Man a, uniform. In an Iron Man suit. Um, um, I'm surprised John Favreau didn't show up with like a <laughs> shotgun or something. It's like, everyone who's ever been in these things ready to put their the life Wakandans. on the line. All the yeah, because they they um they snap and they bring back everyone, and yeah. this is how they re-enter the 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 battle. Yeah, they, Go ahead. My theater was almost all black people, so the biggest uh. cheer was when was when Black Panther shows back up <laughs> with like his with like his family. When Black Panther showed like like there was, and I want to rewind a minute because the best part of the movie we we skipped over slightly in my okay. opinion. But when the Black Panther family shows up, that audience that I was with was like, <laughs> "Woo, yeah." It's over now. It's over now. That's All right. right. We have the 19th strongest Avenger. <laughs> yeah. He going to stomp a mud hole in your ass, Thanos. It was, they, were, they were hyped when, when the, the black people showed up. Um, oh, but right before that, the greatest that. moment of the whole movie for me, the moment where I felt emotional, was when Thor is getting his shit pushed in big time by Thanos. Just blood's coming out everywhere, and he's punching him in the oh. face like over and over, ground and pound. And you see Mjolnir, Thor's hammer, which is off screen, like start start wiggling a little bit, and then it gets picked up. And I was like, oh, oh, is it? Is it? And then Captain America has the fucking hammer that no one else is worthy to hold, and he's got the shield in one hand, and he's got the hammer in the other, and for like sixty seconds. He's the greatest Captain America there's ever been. He's doing power moves. He's doing the super spin. He's calling down lightning bolts on Thanos. And yeah. it's like Captain America might single-handedly just Dude, beat Thanos it, here. So He's I remember it slightly different. But Kyle Comboing. remembers movies better than me, so he might be right. But to me, the first... Thor's losing. Thor's not beating Thanos in this 1v1 they're in, and he's kind of in a position. I think he's pressing Stormbreaker into his chest, yeah. and it just starts entering the outside of his sort of leather armor, and you're like, things are getting tight. What are we going to do about this? 
And then Mjolnir comes in and hits him. That, to me, is how I remember like the opening thing. And then it comes back, and Captain America catches it. And Thor is like, I knew it all along! And, you're, yeah. and he, you learn Captain America is worthy of holding Mjolnir, which they hinted at like 10 years ago when he was barely able to move it. Is and, it a worthy thing, or is it that like Thor didn't let anybody else pick it up no, no, until no. then? It's a worthiness. They, there's oh, okay. a scene in one of the I earlier Avengers. I think it's Age of, I think it's <laughs> I Age like, of Ultron, <laughs> where... They're like hanging out at like Tony Stark's club or something, and they all try and lift it. It doesn't budge for Hulk. It doesn't budge for anyone. It's a worthy thing. Captain America touches it, and it moves just ever so slightly. And Thor is like, like concerned. The concern washes over him, and he's like, oh. And then he doesn't lift it, and the relief comes afterwards. Ultron interrupts the whole scene, so we never got to see like him exert his full force and really concentrate because Ultron. That right? That's what Ultron kind of comes in, and he's like. I'm back and I'm evil and into the fucking room and, and that that. But I didn't there was a that hint that much. Captain America was. Yeah, worthy. he wiggled it, but now he's got it, and and he must have been paying attention to Thor all these years. <laughs> yes, yeah. he can do everything Thor can do. Suddenly, he can do the crazy move. He can do the lightning bolts, and he can do like the sumo slam that makes the whole earth crack and run toward the enemy. Like it, it was great, and mm -hmm. he's he's comboing with the shield and the hammer. Like one's flying and he's ricocheting the other. And he's just like throwing both these things simultaneously at the guy. It was very cool. I loved that moment. The crowd went wild for that as well. Uh, that was the best moment of the whole movie for me. So where's your guys like out of ten ranking for the, the conclusion it's of this not series? Ten in my head. Like then I'm just not giving out tens. Yeah, I give it an eight. I give it a, a real strong eight. It was it was real I'm good. Glad you guys liked it. The acting was really good. Uh, Chris Evans, in particular, I thought did a wonderful job. I really liked Fat Fat Thor. Um, that here's another thing, Taylor. We didn't mention Thor is very depressed because basically what has happened to him after he, he kills Thanos. Yeah, after he kills Th he kills Thanos, his whole world crumbles, right? Because it was his fault that Thanos wasn't killed in the in the last movie. He had the one chance to to kill Thanos, and he hit him in the chest. And Thanos even says, "You should have went for the head." You know, and then he goes snap, and everybody dies. And it was it was that moment of I hit him in the chest instead of the head. That 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 big mistake that cost everybody everything. And he really blames himself for that. And so, and he'd already lost one fist fight with Thanos that got hat got a bunch of the Asgardians killed on their spaceship. So he goes into this depression where he's just drinking beer and playing video games with his space buddies in a cabin in like Norway or something. And he has gained. Of course, about, he's in Norway. <laughs> He has and he's created his own town. It's called New Asgard, and and he's gained like fifty pounds or something like that. He has a huge beer belly. 65. He has a huge beer belly. Yeah, and it looks awful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the raccoon goes. You look like melted ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> when his mother sees him, she's like, "I love you so." She's like. The future's been hard on you. Yeah, so, you're not doing well. Stress. Eat a salad. Did she know? say eat a salad? She, she said eat a salad. <laughs> and, and 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 you would. I thought that he was gonna like lightning bolt eye away some of that fat, like some sort of like Billy Mays online infomercial, like 
sumo the fat. I literally like, thought he was going to explain that. You know the the Viking dude in that funny Viking Netflix show we watch. Yeah. At mm-hmm. one point, he goes, "My body responds really well to exercise." I was just sure <laughs> Thor would say that, where he's like, "All right, I've been pumping iron for like three days now. I'm back." Yeah. <laughs> I I, I kind of wanted that to happen because. But he just keeps the beer belly the whole movie, and he looks like the big Lebowski dude. He's got the big beard. He's wearing sweats, and he's got sunglasses on, and and he 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 looks he's like, like the big a Lebowski fat dude. The big Lebowski. That's the wrong? dude. Oh, okay, I'm mixing up. The, it's been too long. Yeah, he yeah. looks like the dude, but fat, and he looks he looks he looks terrible, like Kyle said. And I thought that like by the final battle, we'd have our old Thor back. No. Oh. No, no. In the final scene, we don't have our old Thor back. Nope. nope. He's, That's he's pretty really cool. Gonna, I like that. He's got to cut back on. He's gonna cut, cut calories, going keto or something. Like, like, like. I hope. I hope we see him again. I hope there's another Thor. I, do you think thing. that he's joined the Guardians of the Galaxy universe to kind of look do like those it? Movies? Didn't it? Yeah. It, I, I hope so. That's a fun. The, and, that's I love the comedy in the, in this movie. That's the good shit to me when they're lighthearted about the fact that they're all in costumes fighting evil. Because like like they get aboard the Guardians of the Galaxy spaceship at the end, Taylor, and it's like mm-hmm. Chris Pratt is the captain of that ship, and but but here's fucking Thor, the god of thunder, right next to him. It's like, well, I am the captain, and he's like, yes, and I am the god of thunder and king of all of Asgard. No, I, I remember I watched the one before this, Avengers, yeah, yeah. whatever the fuck. I like mm-hmm. that scene too. No, like, this I, is in Endgame. I, I I, this is in the new no, movie. You haven't okay. seen this scene, yeah? So and, they're standing next to each other at like the the monitor, and they have this little conversation where where, where like they're talking about who's in charge, and he, and and the the backup characters like like the like Mantis <laughs> and Drax, they're like, you should fight each other to determine who is leader. Yeah. Like, yes, yes, with knives. Yes. Yes, you should use knives. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris, and Chris Pratt is just like... <laughs> the, the Guardians of the Galaxy crew, no. as far as my, you know, my amateur looking at it, they seem like the coolest. They're funniest. Like, they seem like the funniest. They're not cool at all, but there's uh, this food well, they're, funny. Well, they're a there. bunch of uh, goobers but flying they, around. They have this conversation, and, and I, I, the acting is what makes it, so I can't replicate it, but he's like... Chris Pratt is saying, look, I'm in charge, and Thor is going, yes, you're in charge. Right, right, but but the way you say it makes it sound like <laughs> like like you're in charge. Oh no, you're in charge. Yeah. No, no, but everyone but, knows who's in charge. Don't <laughs> worry. And, and Chris is like, yeah, yeah, they do it. It's me, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's you. <laughs> yes, it's, it's and then he kind of looks at the camera like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the god of thunder, and all. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and if you if you don't know, in the in the most recent Thor, there was a lot of humor in that too, and it turned Thor around. Everyone loved the third one. The opinions are not so universal on the first and second, but the yeah. third one, oh my god, one of the best of the Marvel franchise. So for him to join Guardians of the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy, which is kind of comedy based, I like the move. I didn't think I, of it. I, I hope they do that. I hope that I want to see that movie. I want to see. Because they gotta go find his green girlfriend and everything, and they, you know, I, I'd watch a whole movie about that. I let's uh, uh, when just one last thing when they so, Hawkman, who's Falcon? Falcon? I don't know. Black guy with the goggles and the wings. Black guy. Even the black guy next to me was like, I don't even know his name. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually two things I want to talk about. Okay, well, when they made him the new Captain America, and I'm like, but they're gonna give the serum to him and make him buff, right? And then like adult Woody goes. No, because they'd need a different actor if they wanted 
America level buffness. He's yeah. just going to be him. And I'm like, man, but I, he's supposed to have like a 0.1 percenter body. He's like, I'll, uh, I'll do my best. You know, fast twitch muscle fiber, extra ligaments. I can carry on. <laughs> so I hope that works out. And the other, there was a funny line in there. Kyle was talking about funny lines. Captain Marvel comes. And she's basically saying like, dude, there's a superhero here now. We're going to go get Thanos. And uh, I think it's War Machine who goes, you know, we're all about that superhero life. This is a hard <laughs> thing. <laughs> and it was just a really well-delivered line. Yeah. I, we're all about that superhero life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're acting like you're the only superhero here. Have you looked yeah. around? She's, she's like, I, I don't know if you noticed, but I didn't use a spaceship when I landed. <laughs> yeah. I just... I just kind of flew glowing all and shit. She said and, that too. Like not exactly that, but she did say something like that, right? Like I don't think so. I but think that, I'm that, the only one who joking around. I could be but crazy. I don't know. I, I really I liked when she was on. The less she talks, the better. I just like seeing her do stuff. When she talks, it's not good. Uh, but but when she does stuff, it's great. Like I like I I loved. So you haven't seen Captain Marvel yet, right? No. I actually really like that movie. But seeing her in Endgame. I don't know if it's the character she's playing, if she's supposed to be like that, because I don't really know the lore, or if it's the actress. But every time she talks, every time she says or does anything, it's like, you guys recognize I'm the one above all here, right? I'm the baddest of the badasses. You guys all kind of kiss my ass. She's and- got a holier-than-thou than kind of attitude. and she, she, she reminds me of Ronda Rousey walking into the ring. She's, 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 got, she's got that bitch face on, and she looks real pouty. Like, like, like she's too good to be there. And, uh, and and I just want to see her break stuff. And that was cool. There's a part where like Thanos is like, fire the main cannons. And they say, our army, fire them all. And so they just start shooting the main cannons amongst the giant battle that's going on, killing anyone and everyone. But really, only Thanos' troops, because the good guys have those gold discs above them <laughs> and shit. And all of a sudden, the guns stop. And they start shooting at something else you can't see way off into the atmosphere. And they're like, what are they shooting at? And it's like, something's entering the atmosphere at extremely high speed. And I was like, well, it's about time she got here. And then she flies and ju- just flies through all of the fucking gunfire and literally takes out the biggest spaceship you've ever seen by flying through it a couple of times. Like, like she doesn't stop and shoot it or punch it. She, she's like, it's, um, she it's like a replay of it. that scene from Star Wars where the ship hyperspaces through the other ship. Sure. That's basically yeah. how she takes it out, and uh, and it, it's it's a demonstration that she is the most powerful Avenger. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. She uh, Thanos, like every time Thanos decides to hit someone, they fly. That character's he's like One Punch Man or something. He punches Captain Marvel, and she looks at him like he's stupid. Like he, he gives like, a headbutt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, Was it a they're headbutt? Like, they're like, yeah, and, and he's used that headbutt on, like, everybody, and it always sends them flying. Like, they're always trying to pull the, the gauntlet off of him, you yeah. know? That, that's what everybody's always after. And so, so they end up grappling with him a lot, where he's got both arms occupied, and they do too. And his go-to move, because he's got a head bigger than a watermelon, seemingly, is, mm-hmm. tunk, fucking headbutt your ass. And it always fucks everybody up. And she, he headbutts her, and she just goes... <laughs> like, like, didn't like even she push even her or anything like 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 in the ufc when someone gets hit hard oftentimes they'll acknowledge that they've been hit like all right they, I, i'm still on my feet but i i haven't dealt with a thing here she didn't deal with anything she was just fine yeah yeah it just, so she, she literally just kept, now the moment i rolled my eyes at was when captain marvel has the gauntlet and she needs to get it across the battlefield to the 
to the van <laughs> and and which not and the van was funny that's a nice little comment like they go does anyone see a brown van and valkyrie who's an asgardian riding a winged pegasus yeah. goes yes i see a van does she know what a van is I, I i i had that thought right there i was like does she even know what a van is because like she's she's riding a pegasus right now yeah. um and, and 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 so and so there's this moment where captain marvel has the gauntlet she needs to get across the battlefield I'm like how will she get there and i'm thinking to myself well she'll probably just walk slowly if she wants to because there's nothing that can fucking stop her but instead every female character is like she's not going alone girlfriend slay and they like happen? yes okay. like and every single female character is there in one like 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 posed group like the black chick the black ball chick with the spear uh pepper pots in her iron bitch costume scarlet um, witch, probably scarlet which they're all there every single female character not a man to be seen and they all sort of combine even mantis is there like this i don't know what the <laughs> fuck she's gonna do i could beat up mantis and and, and and they like clear the way for uh for captain marvel to get across the battlefield with the gauntlet completely unnecessary oh, i didn't see I it through that lens I, what I, I was a little fresh so kyle mentioned there's a gauntlet that has to be carried across the field and like you know the last play in football when they do like nine laterals laterals <laughs> that's kind of how that scene went like spider-man makes some progress black panther makes some progress marvel makes some progress um yeah that was a prior scene but 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 that was a cool scene i thought you know like like that it's everybody combined to, to me is one of the few that i fuss at <laughs> I liked that. They were keeping it was like playing keep away from Thanos. He's he really wants that fucking thing. I like yeah. Thanos's weapon too. That big double sword yes. thing he had that it looked incredibly like something lethal. Something a Klingon might have. Yeah, like a backleth. Yeah. That's what the Klingons have. But this is this was some sort of hold it in the middle double. Dude. It looked like he took the blades out from under the biggest bush hog ever. And, <laughs> yeah. And just went into war with it. There were a bunch of movies in there where I'm like looking i'm sorry a bunch of moments in there where i'm looking at the guy next to me who is a stranger hoping that he doesn't notice i'm crying because i cry at, oh. at victory and there were a few moments in there where it's like yes the, the, that's oh. that's what gets to me uh, yeah that, no i teared up a little bit too i had to like i'm not gonna cry i'm not gonna cry <laughs> oh, the Avengers. i'm gonna look up at the ceiling i'm gonna be all right all right i'm good i'm good now <laughs> yeah yeah i had this i almost cried probably two or three times i think um when Captain America did the the crazy hammer thing, maybe then. Um, when uh, when when Tony Stark died, yellow circles. Um, See, it's not the death. It's not the sad. Stuff. Yellow circles. It's the yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The... When everybody showed, and the music was very powerful in that mm -hmm. moment too. Um, and Iron Man had a great line. So so here's mm -hmm. how Iron Man dies, Taylor. So essentially, Thanos gets the fucking gauntlet on again. Like like he he's on the verge of winning again, and Doctor Strange looks at Tony and he's like. There was only one way this could ever work. This is the one out of fourteen million five hundred thousand. He gives him. He pulls up the one, and Tony runs and attacks Thanos and tries to get the glove seemingly, but fails. And Thanos goes, "I am inevitable." And go, he goes, "Clink," and nothing happens. And he's like, "What the fuck? Ah, oh, shit!" And you look at Tony has pulled all the stones out of his fucking glove. And I was like, "Why didn't they ever do that before? That's so much easier than getting it off this colossal hand. Yeah. Just pluck the." stones out and, that and, is the and, smarter move and tony and now the, the stones are morphed onto tony's iron man glove which is all nano machines anyway 
And he goes, I, and it's like really like tearing him apart to, to wield so much power. Like, you know, he's not powerful enough to do this thing. He goes, I am Iron Man. And he snaps his fingers and the entire Thanos army vaporizes into dust. And, and then Thanos. slowly but surely Thanos uh, goes into dust. And then Iron Man, he's all burnt it up kills and shit. Him. It yeah, kills him. The, yeah, apparently using the stones, you have to be a superhero just to use the stones, and he's really just a guy in a superhero suit, and it kills him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's just an alcoholic with a lot of money. Well, well, now no reason for me to watch. I got the gist. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, you got it. I, <laughs> you got it. I, it's, it was so... It, I, I'll watch it at some what point. What movie's better? What's sad? So, so the the cornerstone of, of Captain America's story has been his his real demon has been that in like 1945 or whatever he he he's stopping a, a nuclear rocket from like just killing a bunch of people and he falls in the ice and gets frozen for like 70 fucking years and he missed out on the love of his life. So when he goes back in time, he has to put all he has to go back in time and like return the stones to where they were supposed to be everywhere in the universe. And when he gets done with it, he's like. I'll just stay and live out my uh, my life with the woman I love, and he does. And so at the very end, they show him like dancing with the woman he loves in her house. That was that was a good moment. That was a really good moment. So yeah, I yeah. give it an eight. I give it eight out of ten. Very very strong. Um, uh, I, I thought there were parts in the beginning that were a little slow for me. I felt there were some missed opportunities, and I won't say slow. I just I didn't like the time travel thing a ton. I just really didn't. I, I liked something different. <clears throat> Um, I get that hey, one of the stones is a fucking time stone. It's not like we're just throwing time travel into the into this thing out of nowhere. Like one of the stones is the time zone. I get that. I get that. But like there was even that moment where Paul Rudd's character, Ant-Man, is like, well, is it anything like and then he rattles off every time travel movie that's ever been made, including Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yes, yes. This is just like Hot Tub Time Machine. They're like, oh, all right, well, let's do it. You know, yeah. they have to lay out the, the rules thought. of time travel for the movie. So, and, and, you know, he's like, we have to do this. We have to do this. We have to do this. Are you basing all this on back to the future? Cause that's not how this works. And he's like, back to the future. Then 12 monkeys. He didn't say that one. The hot tub time mm-hmm. machine. He just names a bunch of them. And, uh, so that, that it was a clever, funny and effective way for me to understand Marvel time travel rules. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I suppose so. Um, not my bit. Not a fan of time travel in general in in in, in movies. You know, I, it's, it's been done enough. You know, I, I I've seen enough of that. I wish if that had been different, I'd really love the movie. That that's that's really my one critique. That and I felt like that five year period they skipped through. This could have been a trilogy, mm. and we could have just had that five year period fucking happen. I know, I know. It's 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 we're already at like five and a half hours of content just for one movie. I get it, but still, that five and a half hours was or that five years. Some cool shit happened. Hawkeye going rogue could have been its own movie. That that's it. They were like, "Yeah, we found some cartel members. Seemed like they didn't even get their guns out." I Hawkeye. What so you, Captain, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, Captain America looked great, and Iron Man still looks good. It works. Hawkeye. Like I hate to attack someone for aging. We all age. No one beats Father Time. But I'm looking at him thinking, oh. Father Time doesn't beat anyone quite as hard as they beat Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how old he is either. Because like, yeah, some years are just rougher on you. 36. Right? He's not. <laughs> <laughs> he looks 56. Yeah. <laughs> he, he looks like a wrinkled up cabbage. Well, we have to know how old he is. Watch him be 65 and look fantastic. I'm going to guess he's 40. 
I, it, it, indeterminate age. Yeah. I call him 43, but he looks much older. Uh, so his name... Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner is 48 years old. He 48. looks it. He looks it and then some. He looks 48, I think. I think if, if you were to go to all the dads at the high school graduation or college graduation, they'd, he'd be one of the better looking ones. That haircut didn't help. Either. That Hollywood, you're right. The Hollywood 48, though, he's... He's not doing well for no. Hollywood. Yeah, like like Tom Cruise looks much better. Yeah, yeah, and and he's fifty three or something now. But if you look at all the guys cheering for their kids in college, he'll be one of the better ones. Just Maybe that Hollywood. haircut was awful. That that was the it that was. was the that was the worst thing about the movie was that haircut <laughs> was Hawkeye's haircut that that uh, shaved on the sides, spiked up <clears> in the front kind of thing, whatever that that deal was. That was not a good move. Yeah, great movie. Um, I, I hope that um, any of you, well, I, everybody that's listening now, either didn't care about spoilers or uh, have seen the movie. But uh, um, yeah, we'll get into some Game of Thrones talk next uh, on, on PKA. I hope you guys watched Game of Thrones. I have some strong feelings about that shit. Um, mm-hmm. And I it really enjoyed that. We'll talk more about it. But but yeah, Avengers was a great movie. Uh, for me, it feels like the end of the Marvel Universe, though, in a lot of ways. And, and I'd be okay even if, if it is. Um, it's definitely the the end of the gr- of the good old days, uh, like you know the yeah. now that you got no Tony Stark, no Captain America. Experts um, have a term for it. I think this is actually like the second gen or something. Oh, phase three or whatever. And, yeah. and the next phase is about to begin. And yeah, yeah. losing some of the characters they lost, like Iron Man and Captain America. Yeah, you've got some starting over to do. Yeah, um, Captain Marvel isn't going to carry much water for me. Uh, the Guardians that that group with. The Guardians plus a Thor. I'll watch as many of those as you want to fucking make. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, um, I don't care about... The, I've heard of a Hulk movie. I'm not excited about Professor Hulk. Nope, not excited about Professor... I didn't care for Hulk. Professor Hulk, if I'm being honest. I like, him, I like the duality of the Hulk character. Mm-hmm. Hyper-intelligent, peaceable Bruce Banner, and Hulk smash, ridiculous... I mean, I was, gonna, I, I was starting to think of another adjective. Hulk... <laughs> um, you know, uh, you know, I, I like that, but then they combine and it's just Bruce Banner's green gi- ginormous face eating pancakes. And I, on the other like, hand, if there's one character who really looked good and aged well, it was the Hulk. The Hulk looked good. Hey, yeah. Had a little, uh, little gray, but otherwise. But it was a, a good salt and pepper. It's, it's who Bruce Banner wishes he was. He's essentially immortal. Like if you get into the comics, then there's a whole storyline where, where he's like the last man left on earth and it's a whole thing. Yeah, which was weird because he had like a broken arm or something with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, they all re- burnt. You know, they powered Hulk down. Uh, I saw like to have a meme. healing factor. I don't know. If Professor Hulk is as strong as the other. I don't know. Totally is. Yeah, they they they've, they've powered Hulk down every movie since like mm-hmm. his since the beginning. Uh, seemingly like he was he was such a force to be reckoned with early on, and then then every movie he's weaker and weaker and weaker, so that the plot makes sense because the Hulk can beat Thanos one on one when Thanos doesn't have that gauntlet, like, and he should have in that first space battle back in the last movie. But whatever, it's it's made up characters in a made up world with magical made up powers. So whatever makes the the story go well, and they certainly did that. They did an amazing job with the Marvel universe, uh, and, and I've really enjoyed it. Good movie. Good movie. EKN 245.